Hello everyone and welcome to our podcast Underground Frequencies here at Apple Radio 97FM. You can check our previous episodes at apple.lt.hu. My name is Tekla and I'll be the host for today's program, Fake News in Our Daily Lives. I have a pleasure to be here with amazing international students, Anna, Lila, Fruji and Nini. We have a very interesting and hot topic, fake news. In the corona crisis, the issue has even become more evident and clearly there is information warfare going on between the opposite blocks of states. Clearly, fake news is not new in our daily lives, but now, especially during coronavirus, the issue has worsened. So today we are going to share our personal experiences and insights about fake news. And let's start with my first question. What is your experience with fake news? Did, does it affect your daily life? Fruji, let's start from you. So hi, everyone. I would talk about, first of all, about my personal experiences. So since I used to read articles every day, I come across fake news many times. Uh, and I think we can meet with fake news every day on various media platforms. But it doesn't affect my daily life because I learned how to use, how to avoid it. But I think many people's life is uh, is affected by them who don't know how to follow the news from the different aspects my personal view is everyone should should learn how to have to read the news from different aspects and ideology sites thank you fruji fruji you come across with fake news only from social medias or also from tv broadcasts Now I come across in the social media sites and also in the political news sites. Thank you, Fruji. Uh, what, what about you, Nini? I do come across uh, with fake news almost every day, especially on the social media. And uh, I think our generation is mostly checking the news on the social media and we kind of avoid TV. And that's why we're exposed to fake news more because I think Fake news is much more like uh, you can detect fake news easily on the TV rather than on the social media. But I wouldn't say that my life is affected severely by the fake news because I kind of learned, as Fruji did, uh, to to defer the real news and the fake ones. So I think uh, f uh, fake news is more like older people, old, older generations who can't really tell the r reliable sources are exposed to fake news. That's my personal opinion. Yeah, I agree with you that part that older generation are more exposed with fake news and we younger generation yes, are, much, yes. are much more skillful in that sense to be able to detect what is fake and what is real. Yes, Thank you exactly. so much. What about you, Anna? Do you often come across with fake news in the Ukrainian websites? The type of fake news that is very, very easy to detect is the ones about the celebrities, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt was married to Brad Pitt. Yes, this kind of news that that is very easy to detect. That's that's fake news in a nutshell. Relationship or celebrity related fake news. But also, what is relevant for Ukraine, I think, is speculation on the information regarding the warfare. We have this ongoing conflict in the eastern Ukraine. There's so many different news sources that provide information on that, and many of them are accused to be either pro-Russian, Russian-influenced, or very patriotic to a point that they're nationalistic in, in Ukraine. 
and and sometimes both of the sides are manipulating the information and it's very hard to get a clear picture of what the truth actually is and that's where the problem begins yeah actually you touched upon very interesting issue the fake uh, fake news during the war during this uh, warfare and i think it is characteristic to every war the fake news from the i don't know from the both sides of the war and that's difficult to to really see where is the truth with my second question i want to ask start from lila Has anything changed with regard to fake news and your experience in the latest global crisis that we have right now, coronavirus? Has anything changed in your daily life or do you see um, any changes uh, than uh, used to have before with regard to fake news? Yes, there was a widely known fake news in Hungary at the beginning of the COVID-19 situation, uh, which was about that they are going to shut down Budapest but afterwards the mayor of budapest cleared the situation that uh, nothing um similar to this is going to happen and they there won't be any restrictions like that uh, and the gorso and the government also introduced the fine on persons who spread fake news about the virus they shouldn't scare people about fake news with fake news So do you think that this mechanism to for law enforcement for the fake news does it really work? And to be honest, I haven't noticed any difference. I don't come across many fake news probably because I don't read them on social media. Nowadays I only watch them during the in the television. I only watched um, official reports, but I would say that uh if people would have to pay a huge amount of money if they spread fake news then i would say it would scare them because no one wants to pay for something that doesn't really exist yeah that's also understandable but understandable but people usually who are behind the fake news they are uh, well served actually what do you think fruity do you agree with lila Yes, I I also agree <clears throat> with Lila. Um but I think I came across more fake news since the pandemic began because I have more time to read and I also think that there exists also more fake news because the different media platforms use the situation of this pandemic to increase the number of the readers. I mean they try to attract the readers. Uh, to uh, read their sites and this situation is also a hotbed of the fake news generators because the people are more desperate in these times and uh they try to follow the happenings all day so they are more reliable on the news sites and they are more vulnerable of these fake news generators Yeah, I totally agree with you. What about you, Nini? What is the situation in Georgia in the corona crisis? I think the number of fake news has reached its peak since the pandemic has started. But uh if we connect the fake news with the political ones, then I think the situation is a little different in Georgia because uh Facebook decided to remove like hundreds of fake pages and accounts in Georgia of these fake Um, it's actually interesting because these fake accounts were used to 
change the minds of the electorate. So you see a lot of fake accounts. They are kind of commenting on the political posts, like encouraging the politicians how good they are. And this kind of comments, when you see hundreds and 200 comments like this, it shapes your thinking. And this is one way to shape the way of way of thinking of the electorate. So these kind of fake uh, accounts have been removed by Facebook. And um, this is one source of fake news. And I think it was there was a really hot debate about whether uh, the um, leading party Georgian Dream was really doing this. And yeah, that was a really big thing here in Georgia. But regarding the pandemic, I think uh, I'm coming across even more fake news. And especially if there's like 5G topic and how they're connecting with the pandemic and there's a whole stuff going on. So it's getting harder and harder to detect whether it's a fake news or not. So it, it's been a mess since the pandemic, I could say. Thank you, Nini. Actually, you touched upon our next uh, our next question about the government involvement, but we will back we will back, get back there. My my question is: it just got to my mind that there was a Russian propaganda that really worked well in the last years because we have American American finance laboratory here in Georgia, Luger Laboratory, and people were really anxious and uh, they felt that it was something really dangerous and nobody really knew mm-hmm. what was going there. I mean, they people had the perception that there's very bad things going on. But today, today, the people are praying for the laboratory because that is one of the main reasons why Georgia has effectively dealt with corona crisis, coronavirus. This laboratory is providing us with the most uh, true like answers for the test, for the coronavirus tests. So this is what we rely on. It's like we live on this laboratory. Yes, we have uh, results of the corona tests uh, in like several hours. But in the USA, even in the USA and several states, they don't. They have answers in like one, two days, something like that. Yes. And I think I think same propaganda actually is in the Ukraine. Anna, can you please give us more information? What is going on there? Sure, we have a huge number of infected people, I think like 16,000 something. And in many ways, Ukraine was not prepared to deal with the crisis. I'm, I'm glad that like effective measures were taken early on, such as not like limiting the transportation between the regions, forbidding some, some, some public transportation. But, um, for example, I kind of want to reverse it. It wasn't really a, a Russian propaganda example. There was a Kiev Post that is an English language media outlet about about Ukraine. That that is a reliable source, and um, they were taking pictures from the borders with Poland when um, Ukrainians who were coming from Poland or through Poland were coming abroad, and there were pictures taken how. Uh, professionals in the medical equipment were kind of measuring temperature, like giving tests or something, examining the people. And it seemed as if they were properly examined, given the tests, but apparently it's simply, they were just checking for the symptoms. And most of the people that came were not really given the directive to stay inside their homes and not go out and spread the disease anywhere. There wasn't really anything, any kind of requirement for them to stay home and self-isolate. And that is something that Kiev Post didn't mention. So they, there was somebody who was checking on the border, like the temperature and some like very apparent symptoms. But other than that, there were no measures to 
to to to force people to self isolate. That that part, I think, Kiev Post has not really mentioned, and it might come across as if you know everything's under control and everything is good, but apparently, in reality, it might not be so. That 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 might be the kind of I wouldn't say it's a fake news situation. It's more of a kind of life. Okay, thank you, Anna. What is the situation in your countries, in Hungary, in Ukraine, in Georgia? Was your government has ever been detected to be involved in creating fake news? And Nini already mentioned our uh, government who was accused to have these trolls and to have these pages who, who created, that created fake news and they had these trolls who were writing comments and creating the political atmosphere that they wanted. So what about you? Let's start from Hungary. Uh, I would start. So yes, our government is involved uh, in these investigations many times. I think from the government's point of view, it is a political device to battle the opposition uh, with creating fake news about them. And there are special media platforms uh, for spreading these fake ideas, uh, which is created by also um, governmental actors and politicians. These kind of platforms are sadly growing and I think these are effective because these articles use a very simple language which can target more and more people in an easier way. And in addition, Hungary is also involved in many investigation uh, in this topic made by the European Union. Our uh, countries infamous in creating fake news also abroad and also inland. Thank you, Proji. Lila, can you give us your insight as well? I think Proji was really accurate in saying that fake news are providing very information in, in a simple way that everyone can understand. So I think that they even have these subdivisions how to say properly, I don't know, to reach everyone in the society. So they have their targets. I totally agree with Pruji, and I think they are using this uh, simple language to reach the general population. So they want to reach um, the biggest amount of people. And I also think they are uh, most, the fake news are mostly known in the political area and especially during the election period. And this is obviously to win over people and also to make the opposition to be seen more unreliable and less likable than the political party that released the news. But I think Fuji described the situation very accurately. Thank you, Lila. What about you, Anna? Can you give your insight? What is the situation in Ukraine? You had presidential elections. You gave your insight about the war. Now, can you comment on, in the political sense, in the inside, um, inside countries' politics, what's going on? There was a corruption scandal that there was one of the I think the Minister of Health or somebody who was like in the ministry, close to the minister, uh, before, right before the, like this wave, like in January or in February, the, the person decided to send 
the masks or any kind of protecting apparel abroad somewhere to Italy or something without say, saving any kind of apparel for the for the type of emergency. And when the emergency hit, there was literally nothing to give to the hospital personnel. And that was like m- many people, many, many health workers were not prepared to deal with the with the pandemia in the way that, in the way they are but also like the kind of news that you know those conspiracy theories when everybody's scared and nobody knows what's going on um there's there is a video that i have recently seen that that was manufactured that is in russian um and that is that was very well manufactured the guy has a very very good type of voice and he provides a lot of he is actually referring to some very western posts published in some respected source of media either bbc or something different it, it sounded very very convincing and very respectful that actually coronavirus was manufactured somewhere in the laboratory of the united states and it was also co-manufactured in some secret Wuhan laboratory and there was also a lot of very biological terms that I'm not really understanding. And that what makes it hard for me to determine what is fake news or not. That, you know, those bio- biologically manufactured things were combined into a virus. And that is actually global conspiracy theories that United States and Wuhan decided uh, and China decided to spread this coronavirus around the world just to, you know, control the population and, and stuff like that. Yeah, I understand. Discussing this uh, government's approach with with uh, fake news, let's talk about why fake news has become so widely used by sub-state actors as well by states in their foreign policies. What do you think, Nini? As I mentioned before, how our leading party and actually the opposition party have used the fake accounts to shape the thinking of the electorate. I think it's like one of the most innovative ways to to campaign, to like shape the people's thinking. And um, I think it's it's a really good way, as we can see, these fake encounters are working really well because they know the human, they have actually studied the human psychology, human psychology regarding social media, regarding how they see the posts, how they see the news. So I think it's really good. It's It's cheap. It's actually cheaper than other campaigns and it's the most effective. That's what I can say. Yeah, I agree totally with you, Roji. So the government and the actors can protect their interest with this tool. And it is so to creating fake news is a really widely used tool because the domestic media platforms are harder to supervise from abroad. Uh, they can create an own mindset and ideology because the lack of their media transparency But I also think that this can only work in a state where the dominant party or the political actors own most television and journalist mediums. And in this way, they restrain the opposite ideologies to be shared. Yeah, but what about when when the fake news is organized by the another state? that wants to influence the opinion of the society in your state. So you mean when one nation's society get fake news from abroad? And yeah, this when the fake, yes, totally. When the fake news is produced in another country and totally directed to your society. 
to mm-hmm. affect the opinion of your society? So, to be honest, in Hungary, I don't really uh, see this phenomenon to work very well because most of the fake news, uh, which is deeply believed by society, is made by our government. So, but yeah, this this can really work in that kind of society uh, where the my state and the abroad state is very well connected. I think in this way, this can work really well. But in the situation of Hungary, I don't really see a phenomenon like this. Lila, do you agree with Fruji? Yes, I agree with Fruji. And I think that fake news can be easily created by anyone. And that they can be really opinion shaping. Um, and if you release them many times, then the people are more likely to believe them better. So, uh, Fruzi, I think Fruzi touched a very uh, serious point when she said that uh, if uh, the news stations are owned by um, government people, then they can spread the, the fake news very easily and they can reach the population um, very fast and also in a really easy way. And uh, this is how they can win them really easily over. I agree with you. It's much easier to influence society effectively in that way. I want to ask Anna and Nini, because I mentioned the foreign influence when uh, another state tries to influence the society, because in our case, we are we are both like Ukraine and Georgia, post-Soviet countries, and we always had this dilemma uh, when we have fake news, the propaganda about the best, about the European Union, about the United States, how bad Europe is, how bad United States is, how everything bad comes from there. And actually, the main propagandist in that sense is uh, the Russian Federation. These days, I was reading that there is even task force created in the European Union to work. There's like 15 people directly working, specifically working for the uh, fake news produced uh, by Russia. And when I checked, there was so commonly shared information that was fake and shared by in our society the beliefs about the EU and the United States. So Nini, can you give us your insight about this issue? Do you think it is a big problem or Russia doesn't really work well in that sense? Yes, I think it's an issue, especially now and in the Georgian society, because uh, there's a tendency from the Russian Federation to share fake news to like show the West in the bad sense, as you said. Yeah, I even saw last time the news how the coronavirus was made by Bill Gates and other billionaires of the West, so they can like sell their vaccines and all the types of like unbelievable stuff. So uh, I think it, it does like impact our society in a bad way, and it's a really big issue. But I I don't see how to combat this issue properly. I know there have been, as you said, in the European Union, like uh, they are working to stop this spreading of fake news but i don't see any way to stop it properly because it's like flooding our um, platforms our social media so it's it's gonna be i think it's gonna be issue even after pandemic regarding other political uh, topics yes one thing i want to add is that 
the fake news that are produced are really specific. For example, what works in West doesn't work in Georgia or Ukraine, or what works yes. in Ukraine doesn't really mm -hmm. work in, in the Western society. So the information is totally matched with the, our identities, yes. our understanding, our perceptions. So I think it's And our demands, what we want to see. I think what people want to see, they're sharing the news that what people want to see. People want to know how the um, epidemic, how the pandemic was started. They want to know who started the pandemic. It's impossible, but they are spreading the fake news. They're saying like Bill Gates made this pandemic and people tend to believe it. So that's why they're working so well. Yes, there is something truth in that article and then uh, you start to believe in it and then there is lies and lies and lies and you also believe in that. What do you think, Anna? Can you give us the perception? How does it work in Ukraine? Okay, this example is going to be from the warfare kind of thing. When somebody is criticizing your state harshly and very aggressively, aggressively pushing, I'm, I'm not sure what, a, what an attacked state might do other than ignore it or provide very accurate information. Just it, it's very hard. It's very hard not to counterreact in a similar manner. I, I, I would say sometimes the very inappropriate reaction to the very outspoken reaction to the fake news can make the situation worse. Yes, it can cause total confusion in people. So people don't really understand what to do, what to believe in, what not to believe it. So I, I totally agree with you. So the last my last question today is, I think that as we already said, that uh, newer generations are better equipped to detect fake news. And let's share our tips and suggestions to our listeners, how we filter information that we consume on daily basis from TV, from social media, etc. How we can we how can we detect fake news? Let's start from Lila. My only tip is that you should read and listen to many resources that you could find and uh, mostly the ones which are not supported by the government. So you you get another idea of what the government wants you to believe. And um, if you are not reading political news, and then maybe I think it is good enough if you read from more resources. And also, I think it is important that you uh, not just read, but also maybe watch it on the television because they sometimes represent a different opinion. Thank you, Lila. Let's go with Pruji. First of all, I would add some uh, opinion for our previous question. Uh, so I think for the spreading of the fake news is um, also very uh, excessive and effective because the people are... Uh, in the situation like a pandemic, I trying to get similar answers for a very complex issue. And fake news can create uh, always very simple answers for them. So, yeah, I think the rhetoric is very important um, for getting the fake news. Uh, and about the suggestions... Uh, have to consume the daily basis of the fake news and have to avoid them. I think the most important tool is to read and watch the news in a great variety of range. So to read uh, different opinion sites and mediums. 
and also not just read your opinion sites, but also the opposite thoughts. Uh, in this way, you can avoid to be very biased. Um, secondly, when you read an article, you should see how catchy the title is. When it is, the article could be more clickbait type and I think less serious. You should also take in consideration to study the background of the writer and the page uh, or the publisher of the content. So I think these are the key tools to not to be very biased for your opinion and to avoid these less serious articles and fake news. Um, I really can't add much more from what the girl said, but what I do usually is, first of all, I check the source. I go to the website. Uh, usually you can detect if the website is reliable or not, if the name is really hilarious. So if you know that it's just like not a serious website, you just cancel it. You don't read anything, but uh, things get serious when you know you, when you are not sure whether the website is reliable or not. So then you need to check other posts as well. And that's how I check usually if the news is fake or not. Yeah, that's really easy for in our case. But for example, lately I used to say every time to my mom that this is not the reliable website and she doesn't really get it. Why? Because then I have to explain because, you know, you look at the name of the uh, name of the mm -hmm. name of the website. It doesn't really make sense and et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's still yes. safe to be difficult to detect how to how to see if the website is trustful, if the best website if the, if we need if we can trust the website, but I guess maybe time by time we can study and we can learn more. Yes, exactly, I agree. Thank you so much, girls, for sharing your experience and insights today, and thank you to our listeners for sticking with us today.